In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the many resources that are available in both the public and private sector and we'll be sharing helpful information from women all over the world we'll cover everything military from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder to navigating government programs dealing with family issues to the struggles of deployment along with being a working mother both in and out of the home this is military mom talk radio and here are your hosts sandra beck and robin boyd Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd. Robin, how's the fall foliage doing up there? Hi. It's awesome. (laughs) It's beautiful, and it's cold. It's very, very cold today. Chilly. Just a very chilly, chilly fall day. Well, we got nothing new to report. Sunny California is just the same, sunny California. <laughs> but that's nice. You know, you I, we you envy us in the wintertime when you want the the, the beautiful um, change in snow and whatnot, and we want it because we're sick of it. So I guess we're we're trying to be happy either way. That's right. That's right. Well, it's just the the color this time of year is so fantastic. You know, the brilliant reds and greens. Well, not really greens, but browns and yellows. I mean, I, that's I really do miss it this time of year. I look at the you know out here. I've got some green leaves, a few brown, and some dead sticks. Yeah, yeah. We've had um, down in the southern part of New Hampshire. We haven't had quite the brilliance that we normally do. Up country, I think they've had quite a, an array. Emily in Vermont says that it's quite colorful, too. So, um, yeah, we've had a lot of uh, tourists coming through, and it's a busy time of year in so many ways. It's very it's very exciting. So It is exciting. I mean, yeah. it's one of the things that, you know, I always take time this time of year to, to remember um, with, with the changing of the leaves, you know, it reminds us that nothing in our lives stays the same, that change is part of what we do. Our military families know this intimately because change is a big part of their life, not only the changes from, you know, PCS relocation, the changes in the family structure, you know, through pre-deployment, deployment, and post-deployment, um, but also many times our partners or our spouses or our friends change uh, coming back from deployment more often than not, I think they do. Mm-hmm. It's very, very true. And um, going with that change, we need to go with the flow, so to speak, and we have to embrace what um, the new changes brought us. Instead of looking back, we look forward. Very, very important. You know, and that was something that you taught me today, Robin, and I want to share with our listeners. Uh, you know, Robin, you're kind of your <laughs> co-host, a co-business partner, <laughs> a, a co-friend, or I don't know what you call it, surrogate mom, you name it. You wear a lot of hats. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things that you shared with me today was to always look at what we 
can do as opposed to what we can't do. And I want to share with our listeners today, I spend a lot of time, you know, between my company, my kids, and my charity work, my friends, my family, constantly going, oh, I didn't get this done, or this isn't finished, or this, even like, <laughs> Robin, I was doing my floor when I talked to you this morning, my <laughs> wash my kitchen floor, and it's still not done. I started it, got the bucket, got it all ready, the bucket's still in the sink in the laundry room, have not gotten to the floor. Um, okay, but it'll be it there is, later. <laughs> it'll be there, the floor is not going anywhere, and neither is the dirt on the floor. Um <laughs> But, you know, you reminded me today to really think about, for my daily meditation, to think about the things that I can do rather than focus on the things I can't do. And I think for our military families, especially as we go through our PCS moves, we go through uh, separation from our loved ones, we go through the holiday season, Mm -hmm. which is a busy, busy time coming up for everybody. Um, Let's just focus on what we can do and what we got done and not what we did. And, you know, I think that sort of transcends, it's not that I've always sort of had that in my mind. I think in my younger days I probably was always so ambitious to um, make things the way I thought it should be. But um, I have to say that was a turning point for me when I uh, was a cancer patient. And in surviving cancer, you do sort of reassess things and you look at what you have and the way things are now, not necessarily the way it was before. And I think our guest today talks about the new normal and and that is just so true in that we have to look at what is our new normal. What are we facing and what are we able to do now the way life is for us now? Life will never be the way it was 10, 15, 20 years ago for any of us. We're all older. We're all different. We've all had different experiences, and things are going to be different now. So I love that moving forward, that more positive approach to the new normal because we don't have to live by any normal. We have to live by what we are right now and what we have right now. So I I just think that that's... It goes no matter what you're talking about military, you're talking about relationships, you're talking about uh, new goals in life. You have to just look at it that way. Well, that was one of the things, Robin, you know, you were there every step of the way uh, in the formation of the company Motherhood Incorporated. That's one of the sponsors for Military Mom Talk Radio. And you were there through the demise of my marriage, through the birth of my kids, and then the new normal, you know, as a single mother. Um, and that was a phrase that Janine had had thrown my way, Janine from Technology, who are our guest today. She's like, Stan, you got to focus on the new normal. you got to figure out what the new normal is because I was for a long time I was functioning in the old normal thinking well I could do this I could do that you know there's you know, financial considerations from divorce there's physical Mm -hmm. limitations because you're only one person that's right and um, I really didn't understand that at first. I had that can-do mentality. I can do anything. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was probably a year and a half of knocking myself and banging my head against the wall till I really figured out, with the help of you, Robin, and with our guest today, Janine, that I had to create a new normal. Yeah, yeah. And I do love that term because we can do it. We're just not going to do it in the same way. Yeah, we may not do it gracefully either. For those of you out there that are struggling through the new normal, it was not a graceful transition for me. (laughs) But it doesn't matter how you get there, you got there. 
That's right. That's right. And everybody else going through their transitions. And I think when I think of the um, deployments um, that families go on, they have to adjust to the normal of having the partner or the spouse home. Then they have to adjust to the um, partner or family member leaving. Um, and, uh, you know, and we have to adjust today. We don't have Doris with our military news you can use. <laughs> yeah, I um, So we're going to well. adjust to that, and I'm going to turn the mic over to you, Robin, for some news this week. Well, I do have a little bit in that I am uh, tuning in right now to Op Gratitude's um, website. And I know at this time of year so many people are thinking, what can we do? And, of course, with uh, needing to prepare things quite early to send overseas, I'm sure everybody is thinking, what can we do and what do we, what can we um, start preparing to send out? And um, one of the things that Op Gratitude has on their website, it does uh, talk about personal letters, first and foremost. If, if anything, and especially in an economy where people are maybe uh, scrimping a little bit in their own households, um, the letters that you can sit down and write are just the most important thing that we could do. So that is something. But if other things are um, on your mind, I'm reading their website. It says um, handmade cool ties, scarves, 15-inch stuffed animals for battalion buddy programs. That's so precious. Beanie Babies um, are, are a wonderful thing. The one thing with Halloween coming up, they like superfluous candies to be sent over because they can um, send that and distribute um, to the kids in their um, regions, I guess, as, as, as well as having just to treat themselves. Um, volunteering at an armory, we know certainly the Opgrat uh, packing routine, as you've well experienced, Sandra. Is oh, yeah, well, we were endeavor. stuffing opgrad boxes with candy. I mean, yeah. it was so hard for all the volunteers not to dig in. And in fact, yeah. one little girl was like, she was maybe, I don't know, 16, 17 years old, but she looked like she was about 10. She was standing near this candy bucket, and she was the one to, like, you know, she'd put her hand in and then, like, drop a handful of candy yeah. into these, yeah. these Operation <laughs> Gratitude boxes. This poor little girl, and I looked at her because she was just dying. And I said, just have oh. one. She's like, no, I can't take one away from our service members, oh, and I said, look at, they're getting a whole handful. They're not going to miss one. And so she, I think she had a Kit Kat or something like that. <laughs> it was so funny because I was looking at her, and she's looking at me, and I'm like, this is just brutal, you know, standing over this candy bucket. But it was all Halloween candy because wow. a lot of it still had the Halloween markers on it or, you know, the bags right. we opened to fill the bins were, you know, for bite-sized Halloween stuff. But... And then the other thing that I do know is, um, well, certainly speaking from Girl Scouts, but also I, I am sure that the Boy Scouts do the same, is um, at this time of year, Girl Scouts often sell a fall product, uh, nuts and, and wonderful nuts and candies. Um, our, our company is Ashton Farms, and they have a wonderful product. And the Boy Scouts, of course, sell their popcorn this time of year. I think it is anyway, isn't it, Sandra? It is. is it out your it, way? It is well, out my you, way. Well, if you personally do not want those products, ask the scouts that you are buying from whether they are doing a donation because so many times that troop can do a um, an Operation uh, Cookie Drop or an op offer Operation Product Drop. So definitely ask the kids if you can contribute in that way. 
Well, yeah, and if even, you know, when my kids are out, you know, shilling their popcorn, I just ask them if people don't want it, well, would you be willing to donate a dollar? And, you know, eventually we get enough dollars that can buy some popcorn, and then we, you know, we've dropped it off at shelters, we've dropped it off at nursing homes, you know, places that will take it. And, you know, we just simply, you know, pass it on. Yeah, yeah. So with that in mind, we want to, we're getting ready for a break here. We want to make sure that we just let everybody know to go to OperationGratitude.com. OpGratitude is the abbreviated version of it, and see all of the list of things that you can do to help our soldiers. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Friday afternoons at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. Are you ready to get your woohoo on? From business and branding to babies, best-selling books, and personal breakthroughs? Then it's time to tune in to Woohoo Radio, Love, Life, Business, and the Pursuit of Happiness with your host, Lisa Stedman. Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. central on toginet.com. Using her signature blend of inspiration, motivation, and kick-butt action, best-selling author and chief woohoo woman, Lisa Stedman, wants to help you discover the woohoo that only you can do. Lisa will show you how to create your signature woo way of love, life, business, and the pursuit of happiness without losing yourself. If you're tired of a one-size-fits-all approach to career, relationships, and personal growth, get your weekly woohoo on with Lisa and her rock star guests as they reveal their personal stories of bouncing back from boohoo of rock bottom into the woohoo of love, life, business, and the pursuit of happiness. Check out her website, lisastedman.com. Join us for Woohoo Radio, love, life, business, and the pursuit of happiness. Wednesday afternoon News at 4 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Help us out, put your name at the top of his list and a statue of liberty started shaking. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on Toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. 
Hey, military moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, my joined-at-the-hip partner-in-crime buddy, <laughs> battle buddy, radio buddy, you name it. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty big hip if you got to figure we're from New Hampshire to California, huh? <laughs> oh, I got those hips. In fact, one time Robin and I was on a date, and this is, uh, I was out near White Sands, New Mexico, and I was on a date, and the guy, the military guy I was going out with looked at me, and he says, honey, them is so mighty fine birth and hips and I oh my god was like I think that's a compliment I don't know <laughs> oh wow <laughs> yeah you know so every time I think of mighty big hips uh yeah oh, that you gotta laugh at that yeah what a what a what a sweet compliment I'm sure <laughs> well but you know that's men for you they just yeah. really Boy, I got to tell you, I've heard some some winners in my day uh, recently, but their heart's in the right place, and that's mm-hmm. really all that matters. <laughs> oh gosh! Well, yes. <laughs> where do we go from that one? Yeah, I know it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I think we need to say hi to Janine. I think we do too. Janine is so amazing. Janine is the CEO of Touchology, which is just a magnificent company. They've created so many great things for our military families and for transitions and for communications. And, um, oh, I just love her. Janine, are you there? Can you hear me? I can hear you now. I can hear you now. Yay. Hi, Janine. Hi. I was telling our listeners how much I love you. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Top that. <laughs> I don't know. How do I top that? <laughs> I don't know. So, Janine, for those of you, or for the those of you listening today who haven't uh, heard Janine on our show before, she's been on our show uh, last year, and I think once or twice this year. Um, but Janine, for those listeners who haven't, um, who aren't familiar with Technology and their products and the things you do over there, why don't you share with us a little bit about Technology and their philosophy? Because it is really cool. Okay. Well, um, Technology is a, a company that I'm a co-founder of, and it is born out of um, personal experience um, where I had a really devastating car accident um, and was, for, for quite a while, had my um, hands and arms paralyzed and had really nasty prognosis of that that was going to get worse and I was going to end up spending the rest of my life in, in a wheelchair. Um, and while I was working my way, trying to find my way to recovery, um, while I couldn't do much with my body, I could still do some things with my mind, and I could do a little bit of art. And that, along with a lot, a lot of research, um, I started to develop these products that take research from this new area of neuroscience. It's got a kind of a long name, but um, it's actually really makes a lot of sense. It's called neuroplasticity. And I took that information and married it with all the communications and um, experience I had, and it started to make these products that look like books and journals and for kids' activity books and different kinds of cards. And um, But what's built into them, I call it the technology behind the technology, is that they actually work um, to utilize different parts of the brain to stimulate healing. Um, and a sense of well-being. Um, and so we've been um, uh, creating technology kits um, and working with different branches of the U.S. military now for almost six years. And we've reached about 250,000 families. Oh, my we've, gosh. We have a lot more to go. 
our goal is to get to get at least one kind of kid in everybody's hands. But um, um, yeah, we we feel we've got, had just tremendously positive results. I've never worked on anything that that's been like this, where where people will write to us and email us and uh, send us cards and tell us about their experience and their experience as they talk about it um, is is exactly what the product is designed to do. How it's how it's supposed to work. Wow. How long ago did this all occur from your injury, uh, Janine? How many years ago? Um, my accident was in 1997. It was mm. nine months after the birth of my son. So I had a oh nine-month-old, and I can't move my hands and arms. Oh, my um, word. I live in San Francisco, and I stopped at a light, you know, on the side of one of those big hills, and another busy mom came over the hill, didn't see that anything was stopped, and just plowed into me full full steam ahead and um and that changed everything. Oh yes, in an instant. In an instant. It wow. changed everything. And part part of my question to ask you that is is somewhat twofold because I wanted to know um you have reached hundreds of thousands of people in a relatively short amount of time, but also your progress had to have begun, it was somewhat of a computer age, but not as much as it is today. So the uh, computer softwares and whatnot probably weren't as, rele- uh, as relevant to your, um, to your initial development as they would be now. I mean, so many things are so computerized now, but probably in the 90s they weren't as advanced. Well, you know, it's, that's kind of an interesting um, question is that we still are doing things in this world, not yeah. in the, in the virtu- virtual world. Yeah. And that is actually, um, there's a couple of different reasons. I mean, we clearly we're producing them in the, in the, in the digital world, right? They, yeah. They come out yeah. of digital files. Um, and people could just receive them and print them out themselves. Um, but when you're dealing with healing issues, Every step you have to take to get you to what the action you're supposed to be doing around healing seems like a mountain. Yeah. Um, and there's also, it was interesting because I think, Robin, you were talking about with the Operation Gratitude packages how much a personal letter means. Mm-hmm. And we've done a great deal of research um, both with military families and non-military families, and we've worked with therapists and social workers. Um, like over, we've had input from over like 60 um, therapists and social workers, and there is an absolutely different dynamic when you have something that's in this world. Um, and it's something that you can look at, and you can look at again, and you can look at again. And so, like, for example, one of my favorite products is our gratitude cards. Sandra knows this. Um, and our gratitude cards were really born out of understanding that um, what happens when someone's in a major fight or flight, which is either an anxiety attack or a post-traumatic stress incident. What, how do you get from there back to your regular self? Um, and I took that challenge on because nobody could give me anything because with so much, my whole, my, literally my entire spine was damaged. And so I could go into fight or flight. I could go into um, uh, PSD in, with, the, with the blink of an eye. There, was, wow. there were so many triggers. And the interesting thing is my spine was so damaged that nobody even talked about that. This was a minor problem compared wow. to what, was, what the issues were um, yeah. that were going on. So 
but I was finding not only could I not do things physically, but this emotional thing was just so taxing on me mentally. And um, it was like, what can we do? And as I researched, I found that gratitude was a big, big deal. It literally changes what part of the brain you're using. And when you go to that other part of the brain, your brain will then uh, exert hormones and, um, and other um, and chemicals that make you feel better, and it will get you out of that viral that comes and anybody who's experienced it it's like they'll talk about feeling like the Tasmanian devil you know remember that cartoon <laughs> character you know and you just because it just you feel it coming and here it comes and it's like a tornado but you have no control over that right tornado. right well so we designed gratitude cards now that online isn't going to work you right. have to have it in your pocket in your purse you have it you pull them out and you start reading them if you have to generate even if you know about this if you have to generate gratitude that's hard to do because literally the part of your brain that's thinking mind has been shut off. So you need a tool, and that tool needs to be in this realm. So while we continue to, um, there are many things that we can do in the virtual realm, we continue to do the products in the physical realm. So when you're in your darkest hour, you have something you can grab and hold on to. And again, research shows that it works differently. You're working a different part of the brain. So we have a long answer to your question. <laughs> but it was it was something because obviously it was an evolution and it was something that needed to evolve from a completely different place that you ever thought you could ever be. And I think when you have to find, like we were talking earlier and you have spoken about your new normal, you just can't get right into that new normal. You you have to process into it and it's it is a long process. But I I was thinking just emotionally your process, but I was also then thinking you had to have done this physically, not uh, with all of the help of the softwares that we have today. Um, one of the things, too, that I wondered was I, I know when anybody is ill, it's the, the prognosis, the prognosis, the prognosis. Once you know where you're at and what you have to set your mind to, then you can find and muster what you need to do to get to that goal. I think it's the waiting and wondering, all right, what am I going to be able to do? Am I going to, what is this test going to reveal? Those are the things that have been um, the challenges. I think once you have the goal, then you can say, okay, I know I have to reach that and I'm going to do it. And it may be a long, long haul but I am going to do it. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Going through yeah. the testing and, and the prognosis and, and all of that is, and that also takes a, a, a long time. And um, actually, I kind of just ignored it. Um, <laughs> they would tell me what it was, and I was like, no, that doesn't work for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, because there are sometimes you you know your your body and you know your mind and you know your determination and I think once you get beyond that woe well, is me part, then you can say I'm not going to stand for this. I am going to make this happen. And boy, are you a testament to that because um, not only did you recover you, but you went there, to there and then some by uh, establishing this this company, which is in truly remarkable and. We've got a break coming up, and after the break, we want to talk a little bit more about 
your product specifically and then how you integrated that into supporting military families because uh, truly you have reached so many families and we certainly want more and more people to be able to find you. So we are going to come back in a few moments. This is Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and me, Robin Boyd, with Janine Wilburn of Technology. We'll be back after the messages. Stay tuned. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. How to invest, where to invest, where to save, where to get the right insurance, what to do about taxes. Should I relocate my business or ever purchase a property? That's where Go To My Radio Show comes in. Join host Chris Holt Tuesday afternoons at 1 Pacific, 3 Central on GoToMyRadioShow.com. Choose the right financial professional and learn more about the products and services while learning the terminology and strategies used by these professionals. Go To My Radio Show is unbiased and Chris Holt, your host, will ask the hard questions and take calls to help you connect with the right professional who can help you better handle your financial and business choices. Go to My Radio Show is not a financial services company and does not offer any financial advice, but we will help you make the right choice when it comes to planning your financial future. And most of all, choosing the right program and the right professional for you. Go to My Radio Show with Chris Holt, Tuesday afternoons at 1 Pacific, 3 Central on GoToMyRadioShow.com. Want to be challenged in a powerful way to leap beyond what you think is possible then join us mondays for the leah jansen show every monday at 10 a.m 9 a.m central on toginet.com with leah jansen listen live as life coach leah uses her coaching skills to give you the tools you need to take action and create momentum you are encouraged to call in and share your greatest fears challenges and obstacles and then listen as leah obliterates those barriers to success for more on leah and the show Check out her website, leahjansen.com. That's Leah, L-E-A-H, J-A-N-T-Z-E-N.com. Spend one hour with Leah, and you'll be captivated by her energy, enthusiasm, and magnetism. You'll quickly become addicted to her positive attitude and make-it-happen mentality. Ready for a life-changing, mood-altering show? Then get ready for Leah Jansen. And listen live to The Leah Jansen Show every Monday morning at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. There ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd and Janine at Technology. And uh, for those of you that missed the earlier part of the show, we talked about Janine's recovery, about recovery in general and setting a goal. And um, if you haven't seen uh, Janine's products at Technology, you can Google Technology, or there's a link to her site on our show. Janine, what's your website? It's www. 
touch as there's a hyphenology.com. So touch-knowledge.com, like technology, but it's touch-knowledge. Mm-hmm. Now, Janine, when you, after your accident and, and in, during your recovery process, um, you had some experience with PTSD and, or post-traumatic stress, which is, mm-hmm. is something that's really prevalent in our uh, military personnel uh, from their service perspective, but also from other things that have happened to them both personally and professionally. Um, Do you have, uh, can you talk a little bit about PTSD and how you experienced it and and what you want to share with our listeners? Oh, absolutely. I would love to. This is is one of my um, areas I'm really passionate about because, um, you know, I'm my accident was 14 years ago, and I would still say that I experienced those symptoms. Um, they're just they're milder, and I have a lot more tools to deal with. But it's not, it's it's not um, it's not gone. And what I like to do is talk about how to thrive with um, post traumatic stress. Because what I did for the first few years, I kept thinking I'm going to get back to where I was. This whole idea of new normal, I didn't. I was like, no, if I just do X, Y, and Z, and if I rest more, and I try all these different therapies, and what, and then I'll get back to the way I was. And uh, I finally realized I, there was no going back to the way it was. But that was actually okay because I could actually go to great places and have it even be better than I thought, even with having this. And there were a couple of things that I found. There's actually five that are really key tips. One was recovery time. It's like everybody needs it. And and even listening to Sandra, what you're talking about at the beginning of the show, our lives are so busy, we kind of run from one thing to another. But um, when you have, um, when your your system's been um, assaulted that way, you need more time to recover. Um, And so sometimes it feels like you can't handle any stress. You're like, oh, I can't handle any stress. Everything sets me off. And it's really not about the amount of stress. It's that you have to make sure that you have enough time in between the stressors. So you need to have more time where you're not having any additional stressors coming on. And so it's like building your day and your work life. And it's possible if you know it. You can work at a very busy, demanding job, but if you know that you need those times, you can just build in some quiet time that you're not experiencing stressors. So one is to be aware of you need more recovery time. Um, Another thing is that there's these peak anxiety times because there's just the oddest little things um, that can trigger this fight-or-flight response, and then you can stay in that state for hours. So even once the, you know, the big spiral comes, you can still stay in this heightened state. And to say it seems like you've drank about you know, 100 pots of coffee, and that still doesn't quite do it justice, just that level of anxiety. And so you need to know, have your tools for when that happens or if you see there's all the different triggers are around and it could happen, what do you do? You need to have a couple of tools. It's like one is you have to disengage, just completely get away from it. Um, as I, met, I talked before the break, using gratitude to literally change what part of the brain I'm using and how to do it. Um, something else that does the same, the, the changes the brain differently but provides the same benefit is to do something for someone else. Um, that will help to calm those nerves because once you have an incident, your nerves can stay like that for hours and even days. Um, and that's, that's a hard way to live when, when you have, the, your, you have that, your nerve endings. And then the other thing is you can do something creative. And I know that sounds weird. People go, I'm not creative and I'm not an artist, I'm not a musician, I'm not this. 
you can sing a song, you do anything to create and just the same thing with your brain. It works. It helps to calm your whole system down by using a different part of your brain. So those are a couple of them. Um, uh, there's also, and a lot of our service members have this, when they come home, they're overloaded. There's too many inputs. And think about it. We have so many inputs. It's, and you put that on top of having um, post, um, post-traumatic stress, then that makes it crazy. So, like, even going to the grocery store can be too many inputs. And so if you're aware of that and your family's aware of that, the answer is just to keep it simple. Everything you can do, try multitasking, throw it out the window. Just keep it simple. Over time, this will heal. And like I said, I still experience it to some degree, but it's, it's manageable. Nobody else would ever know I'm experiencing it. I, it no longer upsets me when I experience it. But I do keep it simple. I've learned that I don't multitask the way I used to multitask. But I, can't, if I, I focus on one thing, I can do it really well, and I can get a whole lot of those one things done. Um, uh, the fourth area is really this mind-body health. You have to work out. You need to exercise. It doesn't matter what that looks like. For me, sometimes it, it barely, you could barely see any movement, but I was exercising. And uh, doing that will help, will help, again, heal the system. And it's just so important. Um, one of the key things that um, when people talk about, they'll suggest yoga. Yoga's great. I'm an avid yoga practitioner. They suggest meditation. But there's a key thing about meditation. You need to do meditation that takes you out of your body. When you're going through these kinds of things, you don't want to do the meditation that goes into your body. When there's different kinds of meditation, they'll talk about that and they go, you know, go deep inside. That's not what you want to do. That's the opposite. That will make you more depressed, can make you more anxious, and can even heighten it. So it's understanding how to meditate that's really important. And then you do all of these things and you can start to accept and adjust to the new normal. Because you know what? Even without it, life would have changed. Life changes. It's, it does change all the time, as you were talking about at the top of the show. And so as we change, it's just accepting the way it is and being able to uh, find joy and find things that, that you love to do um, and keep keep going, moving forward, I think was what Robin said, and that's exactly right, moving <laughs> forward. It is so amazing. And one of the things that I am gleaning out of everything that you're saying, Janine, is that you are the one who is in control. And you have to realize that you can feel these things happening about you and you can feel victimized until you turn it around and you become empowered and you say, I'm not going to let myself get to this level or I'm not going to let myself fall into this because I now have the tools that I know that I need to take care of and be responsible for my own body and my own mind. Well, I think um, that's absolutely right. But there's there's kind of a, a slightly, slightly different perspective, which is, it it occurs. You're right. You don't you don't feel a victim to it because you're you now have tools that you can utilize, mm-hmm. and the fact that it occurs, you may have nothing to do with it. You may have been That's having right. a great day, and someone cuts you off in traffic, and it's not because you're angry, but it truly you had to slam on your brakes, mm-hmm. and it was so jarring to your body. Now you're in the middle of it, and you have to pick up the kids at school, and you're just ready. What do you do? And the thing is, is it's frightening when you don't feel like you have any tools to deal with. Yeah. It's when you know that you can actually deal with it in that moment. Um, And if one tool doesn't work, you got another tool. Right. um, That's when it starts to feel like you're no 
it no longer controls you. And that has to be such a weight lifted in that um, I think so many times when you are struggling with anything, whether it's a physical challenge, an emotional challenge, I think when you feel um, that you don't have the ability to see it through, um, that's when you succumb to it. And um, you're giving us that opportunity right, right here to be able to say, okay, this I have no control over, but I have that control. And I guess that, that was what I was re- referring to. Um, exactly. And I'm sure that as you were um, fighting cancer, there was a place where you just said, no, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I am, I'm going to recover. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to recover. And, and then when you have that, it's much easier for family members because the family members don't have any more warning than you have. Oh, true. And, and so it's how do your family members, like one minute you're this person and the next minute you're this other person, and they didn't see any big trigger because sometimes it's, sometimes it can be, you know, it could be a flash of a light or something. It doesn't have to be, you know, something that your family members go, oh, this might happen. So what do they do? Well, if you've got these tools and you can't get a hold of them, they can actually sometimes help you lead you into those as well. So they don't have to feel um, afraid of um, or victim to it either. True. They can, be, True. they can help you. And I think so many times we have discussed this with some of our other guests that it is not something to go through alone. Um, when, when reintegration takes place, it is not just the individual uh, military person who has to go through this. It is the whole family going through this together because there are new normals for everybody. It's not just the individual. It's, it is everybody in that person's life. So. One of the things that we want to talk about, uh, we're going to go to break in a couple of minutes, so uh, one of the things, and can we see some of your products on your website? Um, yes. 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 So yes. there are all of your kits there that are available, and we'll, we'll want to talk about those a little bit. And what I also want to talk a little bit about is who and how you developed Touchnology uh, from from your recovery to to this corporation or, or company, <laughs> it had to have been an evolution. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. I believe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh gosh. Well, we're having a wonderful chat, uh, Janine. You certainly are an inspiration, just uh, from many, many, many points. I have to say um, to many listeners who are experiencing many different things in their lives, and um, we want to make sure that they can get in touch with you. They can visit www.touch-nology.com and be able to see not only products but learn a little bit more about Janine. And um, real quick, in 30 seconds, you're doing great now, though, I understand. Is that correct, Janine? I am. I am. Um, I Still have uh, I still have symptoms and whatnot, but I lead a really full life that I'm just uh, I get up every morning in joyful. So if I get up in the mornings and I can't move so well, I know what to do. I have my That's I have blessing. my tools to, to keep me. That moving. is so great, Janine. We'll talk a little bit more on the other side of the commercials. Take stay tuned. We'll be right there. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? 
keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Renowned and gifted psychic medium, Sylvia Rossi, explores the mysteries of this life, the afterlife, and the unseen world that surrounds us all in the show called Make Contact with Sylvia Rossi, Wednesdays at 2, 1 p.m. Central here on Toginet. Sylvia Rossi with her special guests and other fellow psychics invite you to call in and make contact with the world beyond and get answers to your questions. Psychic medium Sylvia Rossi has been sharing her gift professionally for the last 17 years. Sylvia has made it her mission to help individuals and families understand their eternal connection to loved ones that have passed on, bringing relief and comfort to countless souls who have been touched by her gift. She's had the privilege of meeting and working with many psychologists who continue to recommend their clients to her when conventional methods have failed. Now it's your turn to make contact with host and psychic medium Sylvia Rossi. Wednesdays at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Togginet.com. Booyah! That's the word uttered when you know you have the upper hand. Or you're the winner. Well, now we have the Booyah Radio Hour with Martin Bressy. Tuesdays at 9, 8 Central on Togginet.com. Martin's show is all about helping speakers and authors find their niche create their brand, and achieve massive success. Each week, Martin will interview guests from around the world who have achieved tremendous success as speakers and authors. You'll find out who they are, what they do, and how you can follow in their footsteps to achieve incredible results. Guests will come from around the world of business, entertainment, finance, the arts, and sciences. Nothing is off topic. No subject too taboo. We'll share valuable information as well as huge laughs as we discover the ups and downs of being a successful speaker and author. The Booyah Radio Hour with Martin Pressey. Tuesdays at 9, 8 Central on Togedat.com. Put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Help us out, put your name. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck. I'm here with Robin Boyd and Janine from Touchnology. And um, for those of you that would like to contact Janine, you can contact her directly uh, through Janine at Touchnology. That's touch uh, with underscore knowledge. Or is it hyphen or dash? I forget. It's a, it's, yeah, it's a hyphen. It's not an underscore. Oh, it's a hyphen. Yeah. So yeah. com, uh, or just Google her company. You can find her. She's got lots of great information. Um, you know, with 39,000 service members coming home, Janine, I'm sure you have some things that you can share with us about reintegration, you know, post-deployment when our family member comes home. It's a huge, huge shift for that family. 
Uh, just, you know, the, some of the times we get letters and comments and posts on our Facebook, um, you know, just how hard it is for our, primarily our moms, but we don't get that many, honestly, from <laughs> military mom talk radio. We don't get a lot of guys. Um, <laughs> but, you know, the moms kind of have their status quo set. They might have been, you know, doing this for months on end, and their partner comes home, and though they're so happy to see them, and they're so happy they're safe and home, um, it causes, it just throws the whole family into, as one of the girls said to me, she goes, it throws our whole family into a loving uproar. <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's honestly, I, I have this piece of writing that my father wrote during World War II, and he was somewhere between the age of 18 and, and 22, and he talked, he called it the, the, the serviceman's greatest crime, is that when you leave, part of what keeps you going is you hold on to the snapshot of life exactly the way it is. And it's not at all like that when you get home. And so you have this clash of expectations. And so they remember you the way the family remembers their certain loved one the way they were before they left. And the loved one remember the service member remembers the family the way it was before they left. And everybody's changed. And so one of the first things that that helps is to, to be able to talk about how you've changed. And so we um, recommend doing it a little bit in writing where because it's a lot easier sometimes to put it in writing, just like, here's how I've changed. And for children to tell their parent, here's how I'm different. Because, of, you know, of course, with kids, they, you know, they have a new best friend and, you know, what they love, do they no longer love, and they're just, oh, can't believe, you know, mom or dad doesn't remember this or they didn't know this, and that was so yesterday. And, you know, regardless of the age, and as you get into teens, it gets to be more. So there's a way to just, you know, what, what do you like now? And, um, you know, what about you do you see as yourself that's different that you would want your, your partner or your children to know? Um, and then you can exchange those and just kind of sit with it a little bit. And I know that sounds like, well, wait a minute, that's, that's like either a lot of work or I can't see my family doing it. But it's really remarkable because it takes away, um, it, it, it allows people to take the time to put into words something that they're having a very hard time expressing. And then the other person can read it privately, experience their own emotion, and then it gives you a form to actually communicate from. So first of all, it's kind of, you have to get re- reacquainted now. Um, and then there has to be some idea about what can you talk about, what can you not talk about. One mom was telling me, and she came from a military family, and um, she was talking about how her, her um, eldest son had come back from deployment. And so here her father had been career military, her husband was career military, her older son is career military, and the younger brother at the dinner table said, well, have you, how many people did you kill? on the first dinner home. And he just was used to asking his older brother everything about everything. He had no idea what that meant. And so uh, having some idea of what kinds of questions you can ask and what kinds of questions you want to stay away from for, for um, and let that person bring it up. Um, also activities. This is a big one. Don't schedule so many activities. Um, your service member really needs some time to just orientate themselves. They remember they need more recovery time. And here you are, and especially for the moms who've been holding it all together, they walk in the door and you want to hand some of some of it over. <laughs> but you want to, to run out the door? Are you kidding? <laughs> hand some over? It's yeah, run. But you also want them to do it exactly your way. Oh yeah, I like that. Um, you want it done exactly your way, and neither of those two things work. So take a look at what the monthly calendar is and pick one or two things really 
that you can have uh, have your loved one be involved in it and then let them step up into it a little bit more. It will, over time, the um, at the beginning it will seem hard, but over time it will be reintegrated faster. They'll be able to do more if they can take that transition time that they initially need. So those, those are a, a couple of ways. Oh, and recognizing and appreciating each other. That's a big thing. We tend to point out what's well, not working. Have you, I don't know. Maybe you. Maybe none of you are like that, but... Oh, are you um, kidding? That's like the status quo. Yeah. Here, here's what's not working. Here's what was working. Not working. And, and, and so if you can point out what is working, what do you appreciate, uh, say those words of kindness to each other. Just even when what you want to say is, I cannot believe you just did this. If you can say something <laughs> kind to each other, you will later be able to come back and work that out. Um, so it's those kinds of, because you, you have to rebuild that whole, you have to rebuild the connection. You need to well, rebuild and, you know, that Janine, Oh, go ahead, Robin. No, that was Janine starting to say something. So well, I go ahead and finish your thought, Janine, because I, I did want to ha- ask a question once you were done with your concept here. Oh, no, I was just saying you have to, there's, a, there's that time that you have to rebuild that connection and level of safety with each other so that you know that you can really trust each other again. And think about it, it's like early dating, you know, for couples, you need to go back to that. Um, and then you can, and, and, and that's not easy because you've, you're raising, a, you may be raising a family and you've got mortgages to pay and all kinds of things. You may be moving again, but you, ha- you have to treat each other with that same kind of care that you did when you first met. Well, and I'm just going to jump in here really quick, Janine, to illustrate your point with a girlfriend of mine whose husband came back to deployment. When he left, their little baby was a couple days old. When he came back, he came back to a toddler. And so he had never diapered a toddler before. And he was chasing this toddler, (laughs) you know, big, strong Marine, chasing this toddler on who wouldn't keep her diaper on. And he finally, like, wrestles her to the ground. He gets the diaper back on. Well, it's on backwards and it, my girlfriend was telling me it was so hard not to like go like oh, you're going to Afghanistan you can't get a diaper on but the is he couldn't and she totally had to bite her tongue because he was you know like you said a new normal this was a different normal for him and she was like I love my husband I wanted him to be happy he was home he was proud he got the diaper on Elvia backwards but you know, for the sake of their marriage, she's like, I had to keep my staple my lips shut. It was really hard. Oh, good for her because he, that accomplishment of getting that diaper on it took so much more than um, she could ever really experience because here there's so many things he could do. But stepping in, you know, just think about it. If you hadn't been with the child since it was a baby and you've never, you haven't diapered maybe ever, and now you've got to figure out how to do it when they're moving, that, that is great. <laughs> with an audience. <laughs> with, a, yeah, with an audience, you're trying to prove you can do it. But it's up or honey. Just keep going. <laughs> Exactly. So we can remember that and appreciate with each other, Um, you know, to give each other just little notes saying, you know, I love you, I appreciate you, or I'm sorry. Sometimes it's easier to say in a little note than it is to say face-to-face. But um, keep finding what's working instead of what's not working. That's just so, so true on so many levels. 
uh, on Sandra. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's going out. Even if you have to text someone uh, who you can't reach because of military issues and say, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, um, that's better than letting it sit for days on end. I'm that's living right. through. <laughs> that's very true. Before we close the show, Janine, I just have to ask you, how did you find that entrepreneurial spirit to go from recovering and possibly being in a wheelchair for your life to being a co-founder of a corporation that's serving hundreds of thousands of people? Um, in I'm just three a minutes little... or less. You know what? <laughs> I was this, – this challenge, and, and I had always seen myself as a pretty independent spirit and was really a um, person who took on challenge, but – this challenge was like something I'd never experienced, and I found that no matter how articulate I was, most people didn't understand what I was talking about. Um, and I knew that I had found um, some ways to heal and recover and um, that were unique, and I, just ha- I had to get them out. I just had to get them out. I just, you know, every day I wake up and say, how do I get this to more people? How do I get this to more people? Um, it's, it, for me, it's not about the company. It's like, how do I get this for more people? Because I just having been through this myself, and then my son got had an unnamed autoimmune disorder, and I almost lost him four times. So that happened after. Um, so I was like, I know this stuff works, and how can we And did it? one trigger the other, Janine? I know we only have two minutes to the end of the show, but did one, like when you, when you had the, the, the stress situations with your son after your accident, did, did you find that they intertwined and one brought up the other? You know, it, sometimes they do kind of kind of blend together because it was a, with um, it just I, it made my recovery just all that had to happen faster. You know, my son needed me, and I just I had to be a hundred percent, and um, or at least being able to fake it. You know, I, I needed to be there for him, so it, it just made me more determined to have things work faster. Wow. Mm-hmm. I just so, feel so empowered right now. <laughs> so, Janine, what are we going to leave our listeners with? If there's one thing you could leave them with today in a minute or less um, that they can remember and they can use from the weeks to come, what would it be? Be kind to themselves and to each other. Because um, in that kindness, they'll find hope. And from hope, you can do anything. And, and I would love to hear from I love to hear from people all over. Please contact me through our website. We also have a, a, a store where we've actually broken out some of the products so that we can oh, um, get them to people individually. Um, if you go to our website, you'll see the store. Just because I know these things sound really simple, but they make such a big difference. Such a big difference. Is- that's what it's all about, isn't it? Oh, my gosh. Yes. How wonderful. Janine, thank you so much for being here, for for being the person you are, and for reaching out to so many people and having made such a difference in so many lives. Um, we want to make a mention that next week we've got Jody Bramer visiting us again. She's been a guest of ours uh, in the past. We'll be talking about deployment issues, and we want to make sure that everybody knows to um, – Tune into our podcast. We have them on our website, on our Toganet page, and you can find us on iTunes. We hope you'll come back next week. Thanks, Janine. Take care, Sandra. I hope you're having a good week, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye.